I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. He's filming us. We're making a documentary about film photography. Yeah. Welcome to episode 50 of I Dream of Cameras, the podcast about cameras and camera collecting, brought to you by the gang at the Sunny 16 Podcast. My name is Jeff Greenstein. And my name is Gabe Sachs. We are on episode 50 and we're live -ish. What is happening? It's crazy. Here we are, right now. The long-promised <laughs> video edition of these two nincompoops is now coming your way. Live-ish. Ish. Ish. Uh, before we even dive in, we have to ha we have to thank oh my gosh, Chris the man Chu. who is filming us, Chris, Chris Chu. Chu, amazing. We can't thank you enough. We really appreciate it, and uh, you're gonna make us uh, famous-ish. Yeah. yeah, I mean, all of the the pent up charisma <laughs> that has just been kind of dribbling onto the floor as we do the traditional audio only version. Now you right. can feel it, and you can see who we are. Yes, I'm so sorry. <laughs> We apologize ahead of time. So this is an amazing thing. It's our 50th episode. Right. 50 episodes. Did you ever think it would happen? No. Did you ever think the episode would come out? No. <laughs> that the is fans yeah. are mad. That is, uh, yeah, this has been a long time, but yes. we were planning and trying to figure it out and coordinating yeah. schedules and some of us have been out of the state. Yes, also true. Okay. Uh, but it's important to know that so many great ideas were launched and failed to launch in the course of discussing what our 50th should be. Right. So we have enough great stuff right. to get us through another 50th? Right, right. Exactly. Yeah, 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 okay. We'll be in New York at some point. Absolutely true. We'll be doing the episode from somewhere interesting at some point. At some point. We'll have celebrity guests. Celebrity guests? At some point. Exactly. Uh, we'll talk with food in our mouths at right. some point. Right, right. right. We'll do all uh, of we'll this. We'll do an episode while drunk <laughs> yes. at some point. <laughs> Would love that. Uh, we'll do a walk and talk episode at uh, some point. Oh, no, all no, no. These, oh, no. You're going to get a little walk and talk in this episode. I Wait. just think that is true. Stay tuned. This is very exciting. It's not going to be just two guys sitting at a table the whole time. No. Is it, Gabe? No, it's not. No. Chris has us doing, I mean, there's a whole segment coming up where I'm doing some pole dance moves. Um, that's really, you know, you guys know I was a dance major in college. Obviously. And Chris spared no expense to get me on this trapeze thing. Yeah, it's right? amazing. And do you want to talk about the special talent that you show off? I really, I think you're just going to have to see it. Okay, all right. And yeah. we may even be at another table. So I'm just saying that. Right. Time flash right. kind of stuff. I have this book. It's really, really good. Hey, should we talk about her some more? Okay. Okay, we have a difference here. <laughs> what? I, wait, okay, what are you wait, talking wait, wait, about? Wait, wait, wait. wait, what? We have a difference of yeah. opinion on this? Yes, we do have a difference of opinion. Why on don't this. you start? Okay. So I think the whole story is fascinating about Vivian Mayer. I just think it's, it's it, Meyer, Mayer, what would you say? Meyer. Meyer. Hey, Vivian Meyer. I think it's a fascinating story. I love that he got all those negatives in an auction. I think there's some amazing shots in there, but you know, they are curated by someone that, other than her. Yeah. It was like this, but it doesn't take away that some of the shots are pretty amazing. Jeff. Well, that's the thing. 
Okay, so listen, undoubtedly, okay, she took hundreds of thousands of shots, yeah. many of which she never even got around to developing. There she is, there's Vivian. I opened right to her, that's her. With her, Rolleiflex. Actually, hers is a Rolleiflex, yep, very much Rolleiflex, like hers. Yeah. Isn't this fortuitous? <laughs> it's almost as if we planned it, but we did not. No. Anyway, um, yes, they are beautiful portraits. They are outstanding street photography. She definitely had an eye. Absolutely true. Categorically true. Okay. She was not the curator of her own work. Right. She never showed it. She never displayed okay. it. We don't know what Vivian thought a good Vivian photograph was. So there is a weird sort of... But is of... Vivian the right judge to say what? Like when we're when we do our writing, we may think some of our writing is better yeah, and we're the right. network thinks we're morons. They're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> My point is, I... Look, I've said this on the show, but it's the 50th, so it's a recapitulation right. of things we've talked about. I think if Vivian Meyer's photography inspires young, particularly young female photographers to pick up a Rolleiflex and right. shoot, that is wonderful. Okay, but great. I am dubious about putting her in the same breath as your Diane Arbus's and your Henri Cartier-Bresson's because we don't know what her artistic sensibility really was because she never showed, exhibited, okay. selected any of these photographs. This is John Maloof's idea right, of Vivian right. I get it. And it's almost like he's a, he's a weird stuff. sort of artistic so cool. collaborator. If you were going to walk out of here with one book, I would here. do the obviously the Diane Arbus. Book. Oh, you don't have this yet? No. Did you, you know what, you know like this is yeah, I know, serious. It's, it's her notebooks and it's all of these, look at this, all mm -hmm. of these reproductions of articles. I do love Diane Arbus. I will say that. That's totally true. That is the one. Yeah. Oh, and that yeah. I would What? What? Nothing. Yes. So, yeah, it has been a month since our last episode dropped, yeah. as right. the kids say. <laughs> right. And so it, there was a lot of equivocating. We both have been extremely busy. Uh, a lot of you have already heard why I've been extremely busy. We're not even going to get into that. Right. But just a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Would you want us to be boring? Would you want our entire lives to be dedicated to the care and feeding of this podcast? Probably. Probably. But you can't have that. Okay. Um, okay. So... At this point in the discussion, okay, Gabe often talks about something that happened. Right. 50 years ago. Right. Today. Right, exactly. So 50 years ago today was 1973. Right. And what happened in 1973 is a few great cameras came out. Right. And One is... It's behind us. What? We have it live? What? I mean, it's right here. It's almost—it's almost like you—you you conjured. I don't know. Perfect. It's like you said the word, and it appeared. Okay, what? So perfect. Okay, so we've got the Olympus OM1. Or you know, let's be more accurate. Now this is a video thing. Now we can do this. This is an M1. It's an ah. M1. This is before they see. It says Olympus M system on the lens. That's the one they got in trouble for, That's right? That's the one they got in trouble for from Leica. But yeah. I have one. You know why? Big nerd. You know what else? Wait, there's another one. This is my camera shelf, guys. Yep. What? Another camera. What? There was another camera that came out in 1973. Yes. What? <laughs> the Canon EF. Yep. The Canon EF. Look at this gorgeous baby. Look at that 55 millimeter 1.2 lens that this gorgeous baby has right now. Look at the flashing LED. Look, these are all the kinds of nincompoop things we're going to do now that we have video for you guys. That's the battery check button. Did you know that? Look at that. Oh, what happened? Metered shutter speeds down to 30 seconds. See that? Yeah. 30 on the dot. You ever shot with this camera? I've never shot with the camera. Oh, 
look what you can do. Look at that. Look how it dials down. Yep. That's so crazy. This was the camera I got for my 15th birthday. Please note, immaculate condition. Are yeah. you surprised, Gabe? No. What were the other 73 cameras? Was there another one? There was recall. a the Electra 35. Oh, which was your thing. Yeah, yes. which was one of my first yes. cameras. Yes. Um, and then, what was one? Oh, and then the F was discontinued and they, the Nikon F and they the Nikon started the Nikon F2. You say. F2. What, you mean this camera? You mean this camera was discontinued? This was discontinued. Discontinued. It was continued and then discontinued. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And uh, yeah, so now it's gone. And then the F2 would replace it if I yeah, had an F2. Do you correct. have an F2? I do have an F2. How have I never seen that camera? I, you gotta come over. Do you shoot If we it? ever have a live episode From again. Gabe's place instead of mine. <clears throat> right. Uh, what, do you ever shoot with that F2? Yeah. You do? I like it. I've never I like it. The, what replaced it, um, because of Trev Lee, oh. was the uh, FM3A. So uh, this one's uh, uh, what FM3A, you say? What? What? Look at this, twinsies. Look at this. <laughs> Dave's got it, the black one. I got the chrome one. Yeah, and he's, except he's got the um, oh, I know. fancy lens on it. Hey, you know what? Yeah, that's right. I have the special, uh, huh. What was the deal with that lens? Seriously. It, this was the lens that was designed to be sold with the camera. So... This so that is, one also had that? Yeah, in the black version, but look at the chrome. Look at that inverted lens shade, 45 millimeter F2. But that did, but did that have a black version yeah. of that? Yeah, there is a black version of it? Don't you I mean, not that. that I care. Not but. that you care, but look, it's a pancake. Wow. Pancake. Also, you guys know I don't like straps. Actually, we're gonna tell a strap story in a little bit, aren't we, Gabe? Yes. Okay, but look at this. I mean, that is a sexy strap. Yeah, it's a cool strap. I mean, if you have to have a strap, like that's the one you want. Do you yeah. like the leaning game that I've been doing? I think it's the good. Leaning, nice the work. leaning where I lean back and I go to the camera. Uh, let's go to the beginning. Yes. And and uh, talk about how this all started. We're going to talk about the beginning. What? Okay. Yeah. What? Well, I mean, what? Are, are uh, you going to talk from, about it? Uh, from, well, first of all, you know, everyone and plus, I saw Tara last night. How crazy is this? You know, she just had a birthday. Oh, I didn't know I that. I just texted her on her birthday. Okay, good. This is a. This is how we're connected. In one, one of the ways we're One connected. of the ways we're connected. Yes. So, you know, the interesting thing was, everyone had said, you have to meet Jeff Greenstein every time I was on the set with my camera. I always have my camera on set. And they said, you have to meet Jeff. Jeff's into it too. You got to figure it out. And. I said, yeah, we're just, you know, you know, we're never on the same path. I, you know, he's doing this, he's, he's doing half hour and I was doing hour and da, da, how are you ever going to, and we finally, what was the first thing, was it Facebook? What was yeah, the connection? I, I, I didn't know about your camera right. thing. Right. I didn't know about that. Oh, we came up in the television business at roughly the same yeah. time. And we both, you still have a writing partner named Jeff. Yeah. I had a writing partner named Jeff. We kind of bubbled up at roughly the same rate, right? You were working on a cool show, I was working on a cool yep. show. You were working on a cooler show, I was working on a media. Uh, and I was kind of like, it was, uh, we were Greenstein and Strauss, you were Sax and Judah. And I was like, oh, Sax and Judah, Greenstein and Strauss, Greenstein and Strauss, Sax and Judah. Yeah. Like we're vaguely aware of one another. Yes. And I guess we had met, though I don't yeah. remember this as vividly as usually when you would come to the set. Oh my show, God. The Jeff it was the greatest thing. So I, I have my very first deal to after making a homemade pilot that I financed for zero dollars. And and then I got a deal and all of a sudden I'm at Universal Studios and I'm meeting all these people 
And someone says, oh, you should come over to the Jeffs set, you know, because everyone was talking about the Jeffs. Like, that was a cool thing. So I go, I go over to the set, and I had never been on a sitcom set before. And I was just, you know, amazed, and they were so nice. And that's sort of... Yeah, that so we met up. very yeah. briefly then. Right. And then, of course, during the writer's strike of 07, every writer gets on Facebook because it's... it's like the placebo version of a social life. Right. We don't right. actually have a social life. Right. We don't actually have a writer's room, so we all get yeah. on Facebook. And you were one of the first people yep. that I was friends with on Facebook. So we kept keeping track of one yep. another from opposite ends of, for years. Yeah. And then I was working with Tara Wire, who was an AD on Desperate Housewives when I was writing for Desperate Housewives. Right. And she and I were slated to direct our first episodes back to back. Like she was doing the third one and I was doing the fourth one. Right. And so I didn't know Tara very well because she's very shy. Yeah. And she didn't talk very much. And so when I, my interactions with her had been fairly sparing up to that point, but there was this camaraderie that developed right. as a result of us doing our you know, first rodeo right. back to back. And I remember her saying, do you, years later, okay, because she's had quite a good directing yeah. career since then. She worked for you yep. on Night Shift. And years later, I was having dinner with Tara, and she said, do you know this guy Gimp Sass? Because he's got a camera over his shoulder like all the time, just like you do. And I was like, what now? So I sent you How a Facebook it? message, and I said, uh, I think we should get together and have lunch yeah. and talk about cameras. Yeah. And we met at Jump and Java in Studio City. You brought a bag, maybe even that very bag, yep. and out comes a black M4. And out comes, I was like, I have found my long lost brother. <laughs> and then it was not long after that. Sunny 16 put the word out about, you know, listener generated content yeah. on their second channel. And I thought, you know. That could be a fun thing to do. And so I sent you the fateful Facebook message that yep. resulted in the birth of I Dream of Cameras in December, I wanna say 2020. Wow. It was right after my birthday. Yeah. And during the pandemic, and we didn't know anything about yeah. how to make a podcast. Nothing. We so, knew nothing. We were, it was like, do we have the right mics? What do we, what, how do we record it? We, we couldn't figure out one of these things yes. out. So. It was very funny, uh, and we just did it. We just said, okay, let's just try it. We have no idea if this is going to work, but, you yeah. know. And what are we going to talk? That was the other funny thing. Oh, yeah. We tried, like, what are we going to talk about? It's, that wasn't an issue. We just talked. Yeah. Yes, and I was really rigorous, particularly early on. I was still learning about the technical aspect of editing the show. Right. And, you know, Fred Corey came in to do music for our show. Yep. and. My brother, Keith Greenstein, came in to do graphics for our show. But I was still figuring out the technical stuff. But I was really rigorous. Like, I treated it the same way I treat a writer's room. Like, right. there need to be a lot of rules. And so every episode had a theme. And I wanted it to need no more than an hour. And there was, like, a lot of rules, which I don't think I ever really discussed with you. No. But you <laughs> did say this. But you did say this, which was very funny, is you said... I don't know what we're going to do after a couple episodes. Yes. You really didn't know true. if you would have enough. We got about, I think when we got about six or seven in, I'm like, oh, we may run out of topics. <laughs> but then people started to write to us. Right. And, and then I kind of loosened my grip on the wheel a little bit because you would always say, I'm not worried. Yeah, never. You know, I didn't even worried. want to know the topic. Remember? Well, that's the thing. Jeff I used, wanted yes. to send me. He, Jeff was very serious about this. He goes, he goes, let me send you the outline. I go, yeah. Don't tell me anything. I don't want to know anything. I just want to have fun. Yeah. And so after I'd say like the first ten or so, it was well, we'll maybe read emails from our guests, and then I'll have two or three ideas of what right. we're going to talk about. We've never come up short 
until now. Until uh, now, because this is it. This is 50. <laughs> I don't know what we did. This is, I mean, okay, so yes. years ensue. We get better at it. We have guests sometimes. Right. We we leave the Sunny 16 nest and we right. fly on our own. That's been wonderful. More and more merch is generated. We right. have the deepest merch page of right. any podcast. Right. Uh, listenership has exploded. Um, I now routinely refer to the show as our smash hit podcast because it is. <laughs> it's our smash yeah, yeah. podcast. Smash hit podcast. Um, I we you say you go on the streets of New York. You see, I dream of camera stickers on mailboxes and telephone there you go. poles. Right. I mean, we're a cult. Right. We were named best podcast of right. 2021 <laughs> by the New York Times by Vulture. We Did, were. Does the New York Times know that? Yeah. And uh, we were also remember we were an answer in the LA Times crossword puzzle. I right. dream of and then a seven letter word. That's true. That was right. Of course, it's cameras. Got to be cameras. Got to be cameras. So it's been an extraordinary thrill ride yes. that has yes. now brought us to stereoscope <laughs> and now we're visible i mean i think people who follow us on instagram kind of know what we look like yeah but i have had the thing every once in a while like oh oh that's what they look like like you know how sometimes like your favorite public radio personality we apologize ahead of time <laughs> If you are disappointed in any way, yes. uh, if you are disappointed in any way, just send us uh, a note about that and we'll send you a free sticker. Yes. I think that'll work. Yeah. Okay. Good. Also, you could, you know how sometimes like you listen to Susan Stamberg on, you know, Morning Edition or whatever, like, all things Like you do. Like you do. Like you did when I was a child. Right. You have an image in your mind of what Susan Stamberg looks right. like and then you see Susan, Susan Stamberg, she looks completely different. Right. If you would like to do a drawing of what you thought we looked like before you saw this, you can also get a sticker. We would love that. Yes. Yeah. What did you think we looked like right. before this occurred? Right. Did like, you have any idea I'd be as tall as I am? Yes. Is that really, that's probably what's going through your head right yeah, now. Yeah, look at that. Obviously. Look, I mean, it's ridiculous. It's, I mean, yeah. It's, look, it's, we're the same height when it, we sit down. When we sit down. So but yeah, fun. so this is a signal moment. Yeah. As we move into the video age. Yeah. What happens after? This VR? This is the first time. I mean, VR, this is the first time we've ever done this. what's next for us? Oh, Immersion. Right. Like you could be sitting here with the Oculus on, sitting next to us. Um, is that going to happen? If Chris Chu can figure out VR, we're in. We are in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Talk about the strap situation, because it's, it's one of these things that, as soon as I heard the story, I called Jeff in a panic. So, especially because you followed all the information from the podcast about the X-Pan. Yes, okay, so here's the story. Again, I'm gonna go to my prop shelf. Okay, guys, you guys know, this is my X-Pan, the uh, sine qua non. As right. it were. I'm not quite sure what that phrase means, but the sine qua non of Jeff's camera collection right now. Anyway, okay, so I've been working very hard in offices and in my horrible writing room over the past few weeks to finish some stuff. And I got to a stopping point, and it was very exciting because the weather had cleared after the monsoon conditions that we've been enduring. Right. And I thought, I am going to go back to the LA River bike path on my trusty little Brompton bicycle, and I'm going to put the X-Pan in the front carrier bag, okay? And I'm going to take some pictures, panoramic pictures, along the LA River. Sounds, Is your heart in your throat yet? Sounds fine, sounds easy. Sounds fine. You're sounds just riding fine. a bike, how hard could that be? Just riding along. Now, the bike path is occasionally studded with these points where the roots of nearby trees have grown under the path. 
causing bumps to appear in the pavement. Is your heart in your throat? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I'm trundling along. I've gotten so many good pictures. I've taken many pictures with my trusty X-Pan. The X-Pan is riding along like this in the carrier bag. I'm very, very close to home. Okay. I've gone seven miles south and I'm coming seven miles north. I hit one of these bumps. The front wheel pops. The carrier bag pops open. It has a lid on it. Uh, it pops open and the camera leaps into the air. Leaps into the air, ladies and gentlemen. My friends, this camera leapt into the air. I was going about 35 miles an yeah. hour. Leapt into the air and I, with lightning reflexes, like, like Spider-Man or something, I grabbed it by the strap. Okay, let's, let's, let's uh, review here. Yeah, go ahead. Um, Jeff has made fun of me for straps for a very long time. Why would you need a strap? Because you need your camera ready at all times. You don't need a strap. Don't get a strap. I don't like straps. I don't want straps. That strap just helped his huge investment from absolutely being trapped. There you go. Yes. It if did. you didn't have a strap, no, that it would have been dead. Be? I, I, you guys know, we all think with lightning speed, okay? You know that in the moment the camera was suspended in midair, <laughs> Jeff was having a flashback like Inception. Yeah. That, okay. I don't know if that's sure. the right reference. I was having a, an internal monologue where I saw the camera careen out of my grasp and smash on the ground, smashing the camera and the lens and, and making me cry. And, uh, but that did not happen because of this stupid, this is a Canon strap. I hesitate to say that Any I have off-brand yes. strap. I grabbed it out of the air and then you know what I did? I did this yeah. because I was not going to put this thing back in the carrier this bag. This is not happening so yet. It was, a, it was a Christmas miracle, yeah. I would say. It saved me. And so I, I, you know, I was about to say I'm not gonna scoff at straps anymore. But you will. But I am. Yeah. But anyway, it did save me. Uh, did I over-egg the pudding in telling that story, or was that the right amount of egg? I think it was to? fine. All right, okay, good to And know. you know what, Chris is very good at getting rid of egg. Yes, that's right. This may, that story may not have happened. So, yeah, this is the Alpha Surgical 81. They made 102 of these, okay? Though it is rare. Do you know when yes. they made them? My guess is this contemporaneous with the 10D or the 11SI. Right. So that would mean mid to late 70s. Now, the thing is that this company, you know, made all sorts of cameras for, you know, uh, astronomy. Right. Or, and you could order it with custom colored leather. And you right. could check, you, know, you could order it in gold. You could get a little brass plate to engrave your name on. The whole thing with Alba was customization. Yeah. So I'm sure a bunch of surgeons got together. <laughs> and was like, guys, what's the fanciest We need a surgical camera. And so this probably had, it looks like some sort of accessory. So there's no, and no viewfinder. Yeah, no viewfinder, just ground glass, just ground glass. One shutter speed, a six 60th of a second, no meter. The strange winder that we love that goes front to back. This is an adapter, right. Pentax lenses, and this Pentax macro that we talked about, the 50 millimeter F4. Right. Well, you should have done is figured out a compact version of this. Yes, exactly. This, this is your this, pocket camera. This is my pocket camera. This is what I'm going to use when I'm, you know, just strolling around on my yeah. bicycle. This is very unlike you, though. Where do you get it? It must have been an antique shop in Albuquerque. Okay. And so I brought it and it came with this, this beautiful wooden tripod. Yeah. So I put it on the tripod and I put it in my office in Albuquerque. Yeah. And it just sat there and then just in gathering my, in my dust. place, gathering Looking dust. pretty. So I go back a few months ago okay. and I go, I'm going to take that home 
and just see what happens. I took it, I took it in the backyard. I had a Polaroid bag on it. Yeah. And I shot a picture, not really knowing how to use it, and it came out. And I went, oh Uh-oh. no, oh no. Yeah. And so then I started examining it and I started looking at the lens and I looked at the lens and I went, this lens was so moldy and had so many problems with it. Oh, so this is the one you took out and had this to restore. I took, I yeah. took out and I looked for another lens because this one I was going to throw out because it was no yeah. good. The guy who was buying the lens goes, you don't, I can fix that lens for you. And, and uh, his name was Zach Morris and yeah. he was just very helpful. He took it, he made a reels out of it and did a great, uh, great job with it. So and he then disassembled the whole disassembled thing. Disassembled the whole thing, cleaned it, Send it back, and now I'm sending him the whole camera. I want to see you. Just show me the folding. The folded version? Situation, yeah. Okay. Oh, ho, ho. I'm okay, already ready? excited. All right. What? What? Come on now. It's like a lunchbox. It's a it lunchbox. Is, I mean, you could keep your lunch in it. That is fantastic. Well, the other thing is, this is the other one I found in Albuquerque. Oh, yeah. I saw the picture of this. And this is also all backwards. Left-handed camera. Yeah. Yeah, wine's on the left. But let's talk about... Yes. Let me talk about what some you issues. Talk? Yes, let's hear about your issues. So, here's my problem. My problem is this. I need therapy. Camera therapy. Sure. And not... My issue is, I went to a garage sale this morning. And I looked around. There were no cameras, but there was cool stuff there. Yeah. And then I noticed a guy looking at a camera. Like, I had missed the camera. Yeah. I looked there. I didn't see it. Okay. I missed it. It was in a glass case. He opens. It comes with everything. It was an Olympus OM4. Mint condition. Black. It had the case. It had the manual. It had the whole thing. And now I'm hovering. Yeah. The guy's waiting looking for him, at it. Waiting for him to go away. Waiting for him to put it away. And he looks at it. And he looks at Now he's looking at it closer. He takes his phone out. I go, this is gone. Okay. He's looking and looking at Goes and he puts it back, takes it again, looks at it and goes, I'm going to take it. Oh. Okay. So that's, I'm happy that someone got a camera. Here's the problem. Okay. Oh no. I, I know need, where this is going. I need help with why do I feel so cheated? Yeah. And I don't need the camera. Oh, oh, I thought. But I want the camera. I thought I knew what the next no, step no, no. of the story I was. I want the camera. Oh, don't worry. I looked on eBay already. No, I want... That's where I thought I the want, story was I going. Want, I want the camera. But yeah. why do I want the camera? Because he got it. If he had put it back, I don't know if I'd actually get it. But he got it, and I went, I missed out. You know what else? You don't want an OM4. Why? You just don't. Oh, this you, would make me happy. You've never mentioned an OM4 to me. I want an OM2, but yeah, wouldn't the OM4 be better because it's two more than the OM2? Well, I mean, the OM10 is not ten times as good as the OM1. Hmm. So why do you think that the four is twice as good as the two? I don't know. But... I am so with you. My issue. I is, thought you were going to say you'd already bought one, because no. you saw it. It was tantalizingly no. close. It right. was right there. Right. You hovered. Right. You were the the leopard <laughs> circling the gazelle. Right. Right or right. something. That's probably wrong. Yeah, something like okay. that. Okay. Yeah. And then the gazelle escaped. Right. So now you go on eBay and you buy a gazelle. Well, I did almost buy one on, uh, in the car uh, while we were waiting to come in here. I don't know what to do for you other than to know. give you a placebo. <laughs> and say, here's something else you might want yes. that subs but, in. But here's what's really scary, is yeah. just the fact that you just said you yeah. don't want an OM4, I went, oh, I feel better. If you had said, oh, you lost the OM4, I would have been 
outside of the car, you no. buying an OM. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I would use this as a spur to getting the OM2. Okay. I think that's entirely logical. Okay. Like, think of it this way. Think of this. It was an OM that got away. Okay. It's not an OM4. Okay. It's an OM. You need another. Well, you have one, but okay, but the two is something you and I I have both. a couple OM1s, but they're you know not I the want. two. I, I, I like... The, um, I want the three. You do? You know about that. No. The three was the most advanced manual OM ever made. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. I thought the two is the one I want because it has um, aperture priority. The three has like some sort of programmed hoo-ha, super fabulous. And it right. also came in a... I believe it Karen came in a rare titanium variant. Okay, this is... Uh, now I'm going to look for the OM3. But I'm going to wait a while. Like, I came very I get close to, to buying a 3 when I was at KEH in Atlanta. I looked at it. I yeah. held it. It was like $1,600. It's a lot. It's a what? Lot. Yeah, it's a lot. The rare. This doesn't make me happy. No. And it was on sale for a very short time. Oh, my God. So, the, so these are the cameras I want to try. The cameras I want to try, I want to try this one. Yes. It has a film back. Oh, I want to try more. that. Yes. And I also want to try... Can I circle back to something you talked about just a minute ago? You said, and you said this earlier when we were talking in another location. Right, right. At, at some other point in time. Right. The quest for the sharpest lens. Yeah. This is the first time I've ever heard you mention that. Yeah. Okay, why is this I don't know why. Do you, okay. I well, always, again, I, I feel show. like I love, I don't know why. I love the sharpest lens. I don't like sort of a soft feel. I don't know why. I want you to look through this. This okay. is the Rectiflex. Just take a look. Kind of wow. soft. Yeah. And is that what your pictures look like? Yeah. And they're beautiful. They're kind of glowy. And I, I mean, this is the thing. This lens might have a little fungus or something in it. I don't even know. But it's got a really, this is an uncoated lens. This is a camera from, I believe, I want to say 30s. I, I might be wrong about that. This, by the way, I mean, how pretty, yeah. right? Rectiflex. Look at that logo. Huh? I mean, this is a video. And how video. are the shots? They're very good. Mm. But they have this this dreamy, soft, yeah. soft quality to them. And I, as, as we know, I'm not that big a portrait photographer, but I feel like for portraits, it could be kind of lovely. Yet you are saying! I want sharp. I don't know you why. you bitingly sharp Yeah, portraits. I'm always looking for that. Um, well, we have one other topic that I'm afraid I need to bring to your attention. Yes. And something else you were going to talk about as well. I regret to inform you that Polaroid is at it again. <laughs> Would you be surprised to learn... I wouldn't be surprised at anything they do. The big brains at Polaroid have done a lot of market research. They have probably polled internet boards where people discuss what they want in Polaroid. Maybe they right. even had focus groups in Las right, Vegas right, where right. for the, the price of a hot dog, people give their opinions about what they want from Polaroid. <laughs> right, we've been After this, yes. all of this extraordinary market research, this is what Polaroid decided we wanted. Limited edition, David Bowie-themed instant film. I do love David Bowie, but Listen, I don't know if I, I want the film. I, I met David Bowie, mm -hmm. by the way. Wow. I mean, and? I, don't, I don't know if that, this podcast encompasses a story like that, but the brief version is he did guest star in an episode of Dream On when I was there, and he was very nice. Oh, wow. Would you like to know that? Isn't yeah, that nice I, to know I, David I'm Bowie's glad nice to know that, yeah. Let me tell you another thing about this that I dislike. It's only their I-type film. In other words the type for their newer cameras. This will not, you can't use this in your SX-70 because right. it has no battery in the pack! Oh, oh Polaroid! Right, right, right. Why Polaroid, why? But anyway, I wasn't gonna buy this anyway, right. okay? 
They also have changed their packaging recently, and it's very attractive. They've gone back to the Paul Giambarba style, kind of concentric rainbow look of the night. Right. This is all wonderful. Polaroid, wonderful. You know what we want. Yeah. We want better film. Anyway, yeah. I want you to take a beat now before we close out today's episode. I'm not going to answer this question myself because I do too much talking on this show. Where, 50 episodes in, what have you learned? How do you feel? Where are you emotionally, intellectually, and spiritually well, at the I, end of this phase of the journey? I thought 50 episodes in, I would be able to go, I'm going to narrow down my camera collection. I'm going to shoot with just a few cameras, and things will be fine. This has not happened. And this has not happened because of all of you who have said, hey, have you tried this camera? Or, hey, have you tried this camera? So, but I am consciously trying to whittle away at the collection. I've been giving a bunch away. I've been selling a bunch. So hopefully soon I will have narrowed the camera collection down to a measly few, 50, Something in that world. Okay. And but I mean, I really, I really want to um, focus on developing and rolling my own film. And so I, I've learned a lot over the uh, 50 episodes I have. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. By the way, do you know what this is? Since we're a visual medium, do you know what that picture is? That picture is the um, fireworks of 4th of July. This is the fireworks on Guy Fawkes Day. This is the first photograph I took with the Alpa 11 SI. Wow, The very first. I was walking home. Here it is, babies. Oh, my beloved, my beloved, ridiculous camera. I was walking home with this camera, having bought it at Camera City in London. Uh, shout out Panny, the wonderful man who owns that shop. And I had loaded it with film. Right. And I passed, it was Guy Fawkes Day, and there was fireworks, and I just pointed my camera up into the sky with, I set it for one fifteenth of a second or something, and this is what I got. And when I saw this picture, I thought, this camera is magic. There's just, look at that. Yeah. I mean, that's handheld, but Pretty there great. is, anyway, this is a visual medium. And so, yes, uh, I haven't learned anything. I, that's Gabe who said all those learny things. So right. I'm very grateful that you uh, were able to articulate those things that I can't articulate okay. myself. Good. Uh, I have learned that you're a wonderful man, and oh. I'm so glad you're my friend. Very. And this friendship has blossomed during the time we've been doing this right. together, and that is the thing that is most important. And you know that because when your friend almost trashes his very expensive X-Pan, you call right away. That's right. You were the first you person feel I reached out to. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Also, who do we have to thank? Well... We have to thank the amazing Fred Corey for giving us this incredible sound that you will hear that Chris will mix in somewhere. Yes. We'll see what happens. And? Keith Greenstein. He sounds familiar. My brother, my youngest brother, by 15 minutes from his twin, Stephen, who I should also mention on this podcast more, and my sister Jill, yes. who I should mention more because she's the most important. Um, Keith is a brilliant graphic artist and uh, an endlessly imaginative who has fed this show, so many creative ideas over the years, and uh, it just keeps coming. So we're very grateful to him as well. I also want to say this never would have gotten started without Graham at Sunny 16. Yes, thank you. And everyone at Sunny 16. Everyone at Sunny 16. We appreciate it. And we just wanted to give you a little uh, taste of who we are visually. Yes. How about that for yes. episode 50? And please go uh, tune into our, pack, pod, our podcast. Whatever. Please cast. tune into our podcast. <laughs> 
wherever you get your podcasts. And yes. tell your friends about it, please. Yes, you can go to idreamofcameras.com for all your I Dream of Cameras needs. Uh, we are I Dream of Cameras on the Instagram. Gabe is Gabe Sachs on Instagram. I am S. Jeff Greenstein because Jeff Greenstein is a tax fraud felon. <laughs> Email us at idreamofcameras at gmail.com. As you can see, it's I Dream of Cameras. Gabe, it's all yours. Walk us out of here. Thank you all. Thank you for being patient with our first video endeavor. Thank you, Chris Chu. We really appreciate it. And we will see you, or you can listen to us next time on 51. See you later. Thank God. Oh my gosh. How, how long was that, by the way? I'm just curious. Oh.